0: Hello and welcome to A Mighty Practice, a podcast about how to identify and overcome your creative roadblocks. I'm your host, artist and coach, Christine Garvey. In each episode, I'll share challenges I've encountered in my own creative practice over the last 15 years and techniques I've developed to work through them. If you're feeling blocked, frustrated, or overwhelmed in your creative work and you don't know where to go, you are not alone, my friends, and you're in the right place. hey artists happy wet hot american summer if you're in austin it's rainy 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 and i'm here for it because it's delightful the weather is delightful last year it was absolute hell this year it's delightful um but yeah happy friday I hope you're doing well are you in a creative place right now are you ready to hear from two people in the MIT Practice community and some of their roadblocks? Yeah, that's what we're doing today. I put out a call on Instagram to just see what people are struggling with right now, what feels front of mind, all of that. And so that's going to be, um, I picked two that felt uh, different but had some similarities. And we're going to speak to those two people today. Uh, anonymous of course i renamed them i gave them glamorous names and we're gonna hear from some of their creative struggles so much going on at the school this month just a, a quick little update uh we're hiring that's that's number one we are hiring for a membership assistant For someone to help with building our membership resources and letting people know about the school and and working with our members that is going to be uh at a mighty practice.com apply if you want to hear about it if you're interested in applying or you know someone who might be the deadline for that is june 16th so next friday and uh come join us if you want to be a part of a mighty practice and and give us uh, some support in making all these magical things happen for artists. So we'd love to hear from you. That's going on in my studio practice. I got a bunch of different things going on. July, I'm taking vacation, y'all. Can't wait. I'm forcing myself to take vacation. And I'm gonna go to New York and I'm gonna see all sorts of um, art because I haven't been up there since the pandemic, I don't think, and seen, and I had a baby, you know. So I'm gonna see lots of art. Fill my well, big time fueling month. And then I have uh, two exhibitions coming up, one in uh, August and one in the late fall. And then I'll be back up in the Northeast because I'm doing uh artist residency that's actually just for artist parents, which is so cool. I was really glad to um, be included in this. It's called Interlude Artist Residency and it's for artist parents. And we're going up as a whole gang, me and my, my boys, my little guy and my husband, and we're going to live in Hudson with another artist and their family. And uh, the artists have their own studios and the families, they all live together. So it's going to be a really wild uh, experience. So I'll let you know how that goes, but that's going on this fall. And then we have our fall coaching program, which is already halfway full. Ah, it's, It starts in end of September. And it's if you want to get in on all the stuff that we talk about here, I only run this program two times a year, you're going to be in a 12 week program with me, and another small group of artists, and we're going to make our work and we're going to talk about our roadblocks. And we're going to get that creative momentum, you're going to get feedback, all the stuff I, I always talk about here. If you want to hear about that, and if you want to be able to snag uh, one of the, the seats that are left, go to a mighty coaching. And you can sign up to hear about it and get the early bird early bird rate, which is going to be available this summer. Or come to our workshop on June 29th. We have a free workshop on June 29th. And that is great for learning the framework of the things we, we teach here at A Mighty Practice. Uh, the workshop is called Overcoming Your Creative Roadblocks. So if you have a summer project, you have something you want to make happen this year, uh, that workshop is going to be great for you. And you can get live coached on the call with me. So check that out, June 29th. Everyone who signs up is going to hear about the early bird rate for the fall coaching program. So get on, get on that list, y'all. Uh, June 29th, 7 p.m. Central. If you're not in that time zone, you'll still get the recording. I think that's all the stuff. That's Those are the big ones. Um, but yeah, Advice Cast, that's today. We got two artists who have some nice overlapping challenges, but some, some, uh, different things as well. And I'm going to talk to them on the call, uh, their, what they, they spoke about in their roadblocks and, um, hopefully it's relevant for some of the things that you have going on in your work right now. And the first one is Margot. We're calling her Margot. names have been changed. And she says, Hmm, what about motherhood and being an artist? For me, everything changed in my art practice since becoming a mom. I can't find any balance. I feel that my art is another child. My number one challenge is time because I don't have daycare yet, but I also feel guilty because I want to make art rather than do mom stuff, and I'm feeling bad for having something else that I love to do. It's different, I think, than having a day job, quote unquote, because an artist or a working artist is real commitment. And so, there's so much to talk about here, um, Margot. I hear you. I am also a mom, as I've talked about here on the podcast. It is tough, and finding that balance of the things that you have to do in your creative life and the things you have to do in your domestic life and your responsibilities, it is is absolutely tough. I wanted to talk about a couple of things with this question. And there's going to be a whole podcast episode just with, for artist moms. Um, so there's lots to dig in into here and we'll have some moms on the pod and we'll talk through it, but basically if you think about the creative headspace that you need to be in, in order to make art, you have to have a lot of clarity. You have to have a lot of bandwidth, a lot of like mental space to do big picture thinking, to be expansive, to be experimental. You have to feel kind of relaxed and you have to turn down a lot of the volume, a lot of the noise of other things that are around you, right? You have to have that quiet space to be able to hear yourself. So, you know, that's the kind of high-minded space we need to be be in when we're creating work. Now, if you go into the motherhood space, you're in the mud, right? That's how it feels. Like motherhood and raising kids is a slog, y'all. Anyone who says otherwise is a fucking liar. I love my fucking baby. He is a sweet, sweet angel. Heart, my absolute heart but it is a slog raising children. It is hard, it is exhausting. You are in the weeds, you are in the mud, you are picking oatmeal off the ground, you are cleaning up shit, you are in this, the routine of trying to get your kid to sleep and to eat and to get in the high chair and all of this stuff, even if your kids are older, right? It's, it's hard, you're in a totally different headspace, right? So you got the mud on one side, being in that kind of like base routine, the day-to-day, the grind of taking care of the needs of another human, right? And then you have that like high up uh, clarity, openness, expansiveness that the headspace that you need for making art. They're really, really different spaces. And it's absolutely natural if you cannot swing between the two of them. And if you're craving that higher minded, like self-actualization, creative space, of course you are. That makes sense, right? You're an artist. Being an artist and, and making art is a fundamental way that you take care of yourself, right? And, that, and being in touch with that. So it makes sense that we cannot swing between these two states. And the question is, what do we do about it? And that's where I wanna talk about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. You've probably heard of this before. This, uh, it's a pyramid and thinking about our needs as human beings, and I think it's really relevant here. So if you think about the first thing we need as humans, our, our physiological needs, we have what? We need food we need water, we need sleep, uh, we need air to breathe, right? We need, uh, maybe we need like clothing, right? Our kind of like base needs. And then one step up from that, we need safety. We need security, we need our health to be in good shape. We need employment, we need to be able to like take, you know, pay our bills and take care of ourselves that way and and our family. Then the next stage up from that in this pyramid, is a sense of love and belonging. So these are our, we need our, our sense of connection. We need a sense of stability in our relationships, right? A sense of place. Up uh, From that is our self-esteem. We need a respect of ourself, respect of others. We need to feel like an individual. We need to feel a sense of uh, confidence, right? And in, in who we are. And then at the very, very top of the pyramid, very, very top, we have self-actualization. This is about creativity, spontaneity, purpose, meaning, right? The big existential questions of life is like that very top of the pyramid. So what it's saying is that all of these things are important, but you cannot expect yourself to do the high-minded self-actualization, inner purpose, inner meaning work, if you don't have the base of the pyramid taken care of. If you do not have food, water, shelter, uh, security, like right, employment, and your health in good shape. And I would say, uh, Margot, that daycare, guess what, is in the bottom part of that pyramid. That is something and having support for your family and knowing that it's taken care of, that stuff has to be tended to and it has those structures have to be in place for you to be able to move to the top of the pyramid and think about that more creative, uh, purpose driven work that comes with being an artist. And what I'm hearing what you're saying is there is maybe you're being really hard on yourself about that reality because what you had said in your quote is you said being an artist isn't quote unquote like having a day job or being a real artist is a real commitment and what I hear in there is this kind of like beating yourself up a little bit almost like you're saying like if I was a real artist I would be able to strap that baby to me and I would be able to make this work I would be able to be a full-time mom and run a business and make really innovative creative work and I would feel free and light and expansive and all those things and I just want to say like it, it's that is you're being so tough on yourself if that's what you're feeling I can say firsthand that when I had a kid. I, uh, was not, and I did not have daycare. I have, I really wasn't able to function. I didn't have any any childcare. I could not work on a mighty practice. I was definitely not working on my paintings. I was in my pajamas y'all. It was many months of no pants. Like I could not put pants on i was breastfeeding and like maybe i was in a robe uh maybe i could feed myself and feed my kid i was not i was not able to be in that high-minded space and if that's what you're feeling like that is okay i just want to give you permission to be okay with that i wasn't like i didn't have like a baby strapped to me in the studio just like moving around gracefully so I want you to think about, are you being really hard on yourself here with your expectations of what it means to have a quote unquote real committed practice and being a quote unquote real artist? Where do those ideas come from for you? Do they need to change? What is happening in that Maslow hierarchy of needs? Like, Do you feel like your base needs are met so that you can do the bigger high meaning work because I also hear in a little bit of what you're saying that it's not a, a job, like being an artist isn't a job, it's a vocation, right? It's like my meaning, it's my, it's my purpose. And, and I think there's some great things about that, but I think in some ways, when we think about our, the work we're doing, as being really driven from within and really about meaning, we kind of lose a lot of like the practical things that we need to think about to just help ourselves as human beings, right? Practical things meaning like you need a place to live, you need to be able to pay your bills, you need to be in good health, right? Before you can expect your your mind and your body to do that creative work well, that's like the fucking capitalist bullshit we're sold is like we should keep going and work harder, even if like in it, it the system doesn't makes it so it's not so. And I just want you to try to like hear how that maybe is manifesting in the story that you're telling yourself and just give yourself permission to take a break if you need it, to get help if you need it, and it sounds like you might need it in this situation. And also if you really love doing your creative work instead of doing mom's mom stuff, like. Hell yeah, girlfriend, I feel you. I do not want to clean my kids oatmeal off the ground. I would much rather be doing something fun in the studio. There is no reason for you to feel guilty about that. You are an artist. Making things is a fundamental way that you take care of yourself. So what can you do to get yourself, to give yourself permission, right? To get the support that you need so you can do the creative work and be in touch with yourself and do that stuff. Because guess what? If you do that, you're gonna be a better mom. You're gonna have more energy to be a better mom, right? And then if you if you have some help with the kids, right, you're gonna be able to be better in the studio. These two things feed each other, and if you're in a in a kind of rut where you're not able to do one or both of them well, right, you need to give yourself. Uh, the help in order to do that. And a lot of the time that is opening up your wallet and just asking for help, right? Paying for some help, getting, getting a nanny, getting, a uh, your kid in daycare, getting whatever resources you need so that you can, you know, get, get the, have more space to take care of yourselves in the way that you need to do that. And that's for anybody here who is listening, who is putting that pressure on themselves to be like, I should be thinking really, really innovatively and really like stretching my, and expanding myself but you don't have your base needs met if you don't have your base needs met right like shelter and food and you know a way to pay your bills it's going to be really hard to do that so think about that hierarchy of needs and how you can create a system to get yourself there and give yourself permission and a break along the way so that's those are my my thoughts for you margot and stick with it. It's really hard out there, you're not alone. Being a mom, being an artist is really tough. Stay tuned for more on that. Okay, our second uh, question is from Amaya and here is what Amaya says about her current roadblock right now. I haven't painted in a few months now and I'm spending time trying to make money with my business instead these days. I notice i have given up in some ways i have plans in my head to keep going but i don't do them and i feel full of angst and self-doubt about it i don't really know what the block is except that i fear i'm no good and that i won't ever be i was considering going back to school to do an mfa or something earlier this year but i want to make money and those goals feel at odds i recognize i'm in my own way and i'm in a bit of a funk i will shake it off eventually i think My plan is to get my business going and then paint on the side, but maybe I'm too fixated on this project and some fixed ideas of the outcome I would love to have. And I get paralyzed and stiff and it stops going well. This is from Amaya. Okay. So Amaya, um, thank you for sharing this. I think this is also super relatable and what I'm hearing in what you're saying here is kind of like you're being pulled in two different directions. You have your business and you want to maybe dedicate some time to that business to grow it, to focus on making money is what I'm hearing here. But then you also have your art practice. You're saying I haven't painted in a few months. I'm thinking about maybe doing an MFA and you know, I'm kind of like plagued with self-doubt around my artwork and maybe you know why I'm not giving attention to it. And so maybe you feel, feel pulled in the direction of focusing on your art, right? So there's kind of these like two kind of directions that are at odds with each other, like focusing on my business and having it, you know, helping it grow or focusing on my art practice and giving it that attention. And you don't really know exactly what to focus on. And maybe they feel like they are pulling, pulling you in different directions, very relatable. Oh my God. Can't tell you how many times I've had this one. I bet you everyone is listening to this is feeling similar way. So when we try as creatives to focus on many different things and grow in many different directions, uh, right? Like focus on your painting practice and your business and your podcast and whatever your line of shoes, whatever the hell you're doing. It's it, very easy for us to be just what I call tumbleweed growth. So if you think about, you're trying to grow one thing at a time, right? so think about your energy is limited, right? And you're focusing like 90% of your energy in, in making something, helping something succeed and helping that thing grow. And if you do, it's like a tree, right? It grows up and it's kind of growing in a, a direction, but then it branches out and it goes in different ways. And But it's a beautiful tree, right? Versus if we're trying to grow something and we, uh, those things are at odds with each other, right? Then we try to grow in a lot of different directions. We kind of grow in like a circle, almost like a tumbleweed, right? And we do not we're not getting like the momentum and directionality that we are when we focus on one thing and we watch that thing succeed by creating some focus. I hope that visual is making sense. So part of this is there is no wrong answer. I think as artists, we have a lot of creative interests and we struggle with the opportunity cost, the perceived opportunity cost of like picking one direction over the other and saying, well, if I I don't go this way, like this is a loss, you know, if I go this way, this is a loss. Instead of giving yourself a chance to just Focus on one thing at a time and turn down the volumes, like I was saying with Margo earlier, in other areas of your your life, right? Cooling those other areas of your life so the thing that you wanna grow has space to do that. When I was growing a mighty practice, when I was trying to build something very new, you know, for me at the time, it was a new concept of like a, a educational platform that could help coach artists through different roadblocks and have a different kind of conversation around art making. Um, I My painting practice kind of went quiet, you know, or went small, much smaller. It wasn't like big. It was like, I was making small works. Uh, I didn't do any installation work. I didn't really apply for grants. I didn't show as much, right? I kind of cooled down all these areas of my life while I put 90% of my energy into building this this thing, right? And now I'm in a different place with the business that I can, you know, hire people and pull myself away from the center of it and I can do a residency and have some exhibitions and things like that. But you have to give what you're doing a chance, right? You can't do it all at once not every piece of your life can be in focus at the same time you know what i'm saying okay i'm going to give you a metaphor that my friend um joey another brilliant creative gave me and it's been sticking in my mind think about your life as like a, a pizza and you got this big big pizza right what do you want on your pizza maybe you want some pepperonis maybe you want some mushroom black olives whatever you want Okay. Not every slice is going to get all of those things. All, you know, you might have some slices like you got a lot of pepperoni and you have some slices you got a lot of black olives and and that is life, right? That is a creative life. So maybe the pepperonis are the painting practice and the black olives are your business. The mushrooms are you all your children. <laughs> Whatever you want. And it's just like, what is the slice of pizza you're on right now? What is requiring your focus right now? doesn't mean that you're giving other things up. There just might not be happening and being focused right now. So trust your gut here, Amaya. If your gut, and what I'm hearing in what you wrote is your gut is saying that you wanna focus on your business right now. And if I said to you, allow yourself to focus on your business right now and set your painting, you know, aside for right now would that give you a sigh of relief sometimes writing it out and hearing and and just like reading it back to yourself and being like is that what i need to hear is that then give me the big sigh of relief and give yourself that permission right to focus on the thing you want to grow and letting other things kind of um setting other things aside for a bit it doesn't mean that those things have to be that they're gone from your life It's that you're being selective about what your energy can be given to and you wanna give the things, whatever you're feeding, you wanna give it a chance to really grow, right? That's what you want. So if you want that business to be successful, you have to give it your energy. If you want that painting practice to be successful, you need to give it your energy. It doesn't all have to happen at the same time. Let yourself feel confident in the choice that you're making, right? That's, That's a piece of it too. Give yourself permission when you, that would be my exercise for you. Write out those two statements like I'm going to focus on my business right now and uh, you know not anything else. When you read that, how do you feel? That's your gut. Like trust what your gut is trying to tell you and have confidence in that. The other piece of this is that what I'm hearing and what you're saying is like okay, I gotta I gotta build the business and I gotta work on the paintings and and you know maybe uh, try to do a lot of different things at once. This is something kind of toxic about our culture is that we think that in order to be an, a real artist, we have to be generating work all the time. We need to be like making paintings, making music, making writing all the time. No, we go in seasons, we go in phases. Maybe your painting painting practices in a reflection stage right now, right? A fueling stage right now. You don't have to be doing generating in order to be in touch with your work. So that's another way to think about it. Maybe your business is in that generate stage, that going, producing, growing, energizing stage. And maybe your painting practice is in a reflection stage or a fueling stage. can be in a different stage and still be in your life. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So that's how I would uh, think about that for you, Amaya. That's it, guys. We're just going to do those two today. So great. Uh, Check out the show notes. I'll link to the Maslow's Hierarchy of Needs. I'll link to the free workshop. I'll link to the um, application for the membership assistant. But also come to our workshop on June 29th, and you'll share in a community who are having similar struggles around um, some of these topics. So I hope that we see you there. Thanks, y'all. Have a good one. If you want to dig deeper into some of the ideas we talked about here today, you have to come check out my new school for artists at amightypractice.com. We offer classes and coaching to give artists of all levels what they need to get started and stay motivated in their creative work. Find out more by going to amightypractice.com or stay in touch with what we're doing by signing up for our bi-weekly newsletter. Thanks, y'all.